Hey guys, it's me, Lindsay. Welcome to episode number 14 of season 2 of Anything Else to Add Podcast with Lindsay Rogers. Anyway, um, uh, I'm gonna will be my best to go over, uh, sh- stuff from, uh, the sh- one Chicago, well, parts of the one Chicago shows. Um, I'm gonna try my best to catch up on the, uh, Chicago Med episodes as my, as my best, but since my mother is still refusing to watch it because she found a way to watch it with, um, with, uh, sh- with, uh, The Price is Right, and it's kind of crazy to talk about, but, um, I will... And uh, I also cover some other things as well. And on top of that, I will go. I want to go over some of the most craziest situations out there because it's crazy. Because I also want to go over some of the Chicago Fire uh, couples, especially one. Are you know I'm going to mention them into the in the podcast, and then probably speak about this a later little bit later on but anyway without further ado let's listen in to the podcast shall we so sit back and relax yep hi everybody it's me Lindsay. i'm really i'm really trying to keep myself calm because i should be happy because my favorite two favorite youtubers ray and Corey, had just released uh, their Brawl Stars videos, and it should be making me happy, but instead, I'm tired, I'm, I'm angry because I got rudely woke up by my father, who thinks it's okay to scream at my mother, when the fact is, this is really getting out of hand. So anyway, so I'm debating on whether or not to get a restraining order, and I always said I'm going to, but never do. And the reason why is because my mother thinks I shouldn't. And on on top of that is, you know, you know, I just don't know where to start, to tell you the truth. I don't know if I should go to which police station. Is it downtown, or should I go out to the township? Up, and should I have this... And should I have a... Rest- should I get a restraining order? And 
to keep him away from entering the house and go crazy and screaming. When the fact is, it's nothing had to do with the fact that he is failing to fix the house. And he's coming up with petty excuses. The same excuses I know of. Of, Despite, he needs to, and he stop, needs to, and he needs to stop saying stupid things like, they're going to charge me more. It doesn't, you're going, you're trying to get things charged less? No, you're cutting corners, you dumb dumb. Um, and it doesn't matter if they charge you more. Or it's, what are you going to think? You're going to pay a hundred bucks? Get real, old man. And this is not the 1950s or the 1960s or the 1970s. This is 2023, you dingbat. At, at, they will be charging you a lot of money. And it doesn't matter if the house is clean or not. But you need to realize as they're asking for more than a hundred dollars. They're going to be, and apparently, I don't think he ever seen a show, a house show, where, I will say this, even though I blame blame House and Garden TV, or shortly known as HGTV, but to do, to do, um, how do I say this? I've seen it on every show. It to fix my father thinking, oh, it's gonna cost a couple of hundred bucks. Not really. It's more than a hundred bucks. Apparently, I've seen budgets that's by people that cost, oh, ten thousand this, twenty thousand that. Hey, and actually, I'll tell you what. The fixed problems, problems in here, a budget would cost between at least ten thousand dollars to probably I would say oh maybe up to a hundred thousand dollars because that's how it is my brother is trying to be a cheapskate ape I mean seriously and then he starts complaining about the light oh yeah the reason why I have reason why I have the lights on is because I can't sleep well with the lights off for some reason. I tried that once. It did not go well. Oh. Oh, for some reason, I'm the one who has to have the lights on. And sometimes, yes, I forget. But otherwise, as the reason why the lights are on is because she can't see well. And yet, he's being so hysterical, saying, Keep the lights on. You know what? Shut up. Sometimes we do forget to turn off the outer lights. Uh, outside lights. If that's the reason, so shut up. Okay? But if it's about inside the house, again, shut up. Uh, you don't know what is going on in this house. Because you run away. You abandoned this family. Because like, you think it's okay to yell at people. Yell at your family. Because if you think it's okay. It's never okay to yell at somebody. Because this is verbal abuse. 
I should, I should have the police lock. I, sh- you know, what? the day that he got, he got arrested, mom should have just left his sorry butt in prison, and because this is getting out of hand. Anyway. A lot of you guys don't know that I'm very upset by this. But I'm trying to make myself calm, you know. And watching Ray and Corey, it's just really helpful. Because I do appreciate the guys as much. Even though it would have been really nice to also see Annette video as well. Hopefully. A... You know, and then everything will be fine. <laughs> really. It's just, that's how I feel. It's kind of crazy to hear about this, but. I don't know. It's just. I know everybody I know everybody's probably gonna say stuff like, Am I okay? I'm never gonna be okay. I just I want to escape. But I don't know how. So Okay, so let's talk about Chicago uh, Fire and Chicago PD because my mother did not want to watch Chicago Med because the price is right. It happened. So, yeah. Um, and, and uh, yeah, let's talk about this. So, what happened in Chicago Fire is, well, <laughs> I can't believe this whole entire episode, despite of what's going on with... Uh, with Christopher Herman. I think this whole entire episode was focused about some things that, well, Christopher Herman has done. So, what happened was, <laughs> well, apparently, uh, uh, Christopher er, uh, was really really tense when he was at work. Oh, no. Actually, the episode really started off with Sylvie with her, uh, with the guy she likes, Dylan, that, uh, yeah, she likes because of Violet and Evan. And it turns out, um, Dylan invited Sylvie to do a magic show. She gets to be the assistant. And it goes off really good. Anyway, However, at work, or at Firehouse 51, uh, during the shift, uh, Christopher didn't tell, uh, didn't tell his, Christopher Herman didn't tell his friend and boss, um, uh, I know people are going to question about that, um, Wallace Bowden about why he needs, a, needs 
the next shift off of. And um, he didn't tell Bowden that Cindy is, has cancer, or lung cancer. And it made him start to feel worried. Well, well, until Bowden came in with the list of temporary lieutenants it's to, to take his, to do a shift in his place, he couldn't tell, I mean, Christopher didn't tell anybody about this, especially Bowden. And yet, let's not forget that her, Christopher and Cindy has been there with Donna uh, and Wallace when Donna w- went into labor, gave birth Earth to their son Terrence in in uh, the Squad 3 truck. And then there was problems going on. Uh, and Cindy and Christopher were with them. Um, until it turns out Terrence, until they fought and keep Terrence alive. And Terrence ended up coming out no harm. And, you know, so, so Chris, once Christopher ends up telling Wallace that Cindy has lung cancer, Bowden says to him, you know, I will always be there for you, brother. And, you know, and he was glad. Anyway. Now, despite that Christopher er, finds out that Christopher tells Wallace that Cindy has lung cancer and she's having surgery to have it removed, um, you know, oh, and during this, during the hospital scene, it was like, what? wants to me it's just what it was so sad seeing him so intense i understand it's just a show but <laughs> he was so tense until Bowden showed up and kept him company until uh till her till the doctor who i guess did who's look checking into uh the surgery so of removing the cancer, he came to tell Christopher that they got most of it, but they missed some because it ended up into our lymph nodes. So she cuts it that she's going to have to have radiation and chemotherapy. And I know most of you guys are probably going to say, that's sad. I mean, yeah, it is. And And it's kind of ridiculous. And I know most of you guys will probably say, um, like, why does she need that? Well, it's the only way to fight this. So, anyway, so, so Christopher is, couldn't believe what he heard. Despite that, before the surgery, uh, after Christopher had done with his sh- shift, uh, he told he and Cindy ended up telling and their five ch- their five children that Cindy uh, has lung cancer and there was a lot of things happened there was a lot of feels 
And I think Kenny was like really aiming for it. He just want he just wanted to know if his mother's gonna be okay. <laughs> well, Kenny, that's gonna be a long hard road. And I and with a fork in it. <laughs> because the path that your mother has to choose is either uh, go through the whole entire treatment and and feel a little nauseous sis but at the very same time it's either she wants to continue to live for all of them all of her children to grow up and be happy where they're at or they're gonna be sad and if and if she goes you know I'm just saying so I mean, I just don't want to see, and I'll I'll just say this: I don't think, I don't think the Chicago writers should do anything bad to Christopher, and and make him lose Cindy. Because I will say this: I do not want to see Cindy to go. Oh, and it's and I don't want to see Christopher be so much sad at like. Like Kelly Semerai was, and but except for he had <sighs> Stella to be there for him when he was dating this girl, uh, uh, who needed uh, help. She kind of had some; she had some kind of cancer that she couldn't come back from. And when that happened, uh, you know, Stella ended up, you know, being there for, for Kelly. So, and even though a lot of us, I know you, most of you guys were probably thinking and saying, well, you know, he has the firehouse. I mean, yes, Christopher, yes, I do agree. But for, but what I'm just saying is, I don't want, I don't want to see Christopher being and so sad at, at despite of it all means I think you know it will and plus I will say this Cindy is in fact the backbone of the Herman family and because without her I mean Christopher we going through a lot of stuff I mean and it'll be hard for him to take care of five kids by himself, and even though despite he get help from the firehouse, and even though right now Lee Henry is getting older, and he maybe go to college soon, and and on top of that, and I will say this on top of that, um, you know. I mean, it, it's. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a good thing to make Christopher to becoming a, a single dad of five children and and with f- four bo- four of them are being boys and one being his only daughter Annabelle. <sighs> so that's what I'm just trying to say to anybody. So I'm. Begging for the Chicago writers, please do not make Christopher lose Cindy. 
it is not what anybody wants. Okay? Anyway, now besides the, now that's taken care of, the sad part, let's go over some of the other things. <laughs> well, despite of what happened, then there were some other things. Um, what happened was uh, Carly uh, brought in all the jackets and and other items items of the bike of the bunker gear to be washed uh, and uh <clears throat> I guess it was mostly the jackets for uh that needed to be washed and Stella grabs uh, um, <laughs> Kelly's lace jacket and she gave it to him and she noticed that Kelly needs to have a new jacket because the old one is looks like it's about to shred up, but Kelly's like, mm, nah. so anyway, because thankfully they got their jackets arriving, it's time to go to do the work. So anyway, on a call, uh, Stella and Chucky one go out there with, with, with uh Sylvia and Violet of Ambulance Sixteen, one, and it turns out a guy is in some kind of, I guess, his basement. Almost look like a, uh, one of those bunkers. And apparently he had it rigged up. 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 But he needed to be rescued because he's knocked out completely. And the reason why is it turns out his sister called it in. So apparently... And then all of a sudden, Squad 3 showed up. And Stella and Kelly talked and surveilled everything. And then all of a sudden, Stella's kind of concerned what Kelly was telling her and because of the explosion. So they had no choice to go in, despite that she said that it could go off. And, you know, and Kelly's like, nah, I think we're going to do this, or you know. Despite Stella trying to look for another alternative, but instead they go in. And what happened was Stella and having this, uh, Kelly got Squad 3 to deal with. So, and then suddenly Stella goes in after she moves the door with Carver. And there was a flashback. Right, but they got the guy out. And sure enough, they both, <laughs> sure enough, Stella and Kelly are starting to get mad at each other. I'm like, uh oh. This is not good. <laughs> and if you guys don't know, I'm like... <laughs> if you guys haven't seen what happened been much of last night, all I'm just saying is if you guys can go to watch Peacock. I know I'm still promoting this, but... Um, the reason why I'm saying this is because... Well... <laughs> it's because... What happened was, as they get back to the firehouse, they started to get mad at each other. I'm like, what the heck? And because of that, they got mad at each other at home as well. Oh, oh. After uh, Stella got home from uh, running, uh, running uh, Molly's for Christopher. And the two of them were nearly mad at each other. And, and Stella called him 
a robot. And I was like, what the heck was that, Stella? I'm like, they're, I'm like, crap. They're both mad at each other. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Ritter was wondering what the heck. Oh, yeah, because even though I talked about this in the bar, um, at Molly's, uh, Ritter asked what the heck is going on when, uh, when Joe, Cr Joe Cap and Tony, they telling, uh, Carver, about what's going on and with Kelly. <laughs> they forced the guys to work their butts off off with these drills. <laughs> and and uh, what happened was uh, Carver was actually kind of concerned about them. But instead they were like we're good. And it's just, and they said, "Oh, the timing is for the, uh, for the, for the victim." Carver couldn't believe it, and they're all like arguing against each other. Anyway, a uh, Ritter was like, "What the heck is going on?" Well, Max told them what hap tells them that you know they're all fighting because this is always happening like every eleven years. I'm like, really, Max. Eleven, no. This is this is happening again, and the last time this is happening, Kelly and the and Matthew went at each other's throats almost. <laughs> the only thing that made it up, the only thing that ended up made it up, those two guys. Well, Casey decided to make his his infamous uh. Made his infamous uh, corn beef. Well, <laughs> and I knew that uh, when Casey left, he left the recipe. See, he left his recipe to uh, Blake Gallo. So Gallo better make the. He better start making that dang, dang uh. <laughs> I used to say this. Gala better start making and that uh corned beef in order to save a marriage. <laughs> uh so because of that they're all getting mad at each other at uh at uh at work now and all of a sudden both they're all yelling at each other and Bowden comes in. He tells everybody to knock it off. And then he says, oh, there's going to be a boring brief in 15 minutes. That's so. And then he ended up talking to Stella and Kelly and talk to them both. And tell them that you both need to stop fighting against each other. So... Bowden tell them that you have to fix it. So they did. Uh, Kelly and Stella talked about this in Kelly's office. And K Stella apologized to Kelly for calling her a robot. And Kelly explains to Stella that he, despite of what's been going on with him, he just doesn't want to s see Stella uh, ever get hurt. But at the very same time, he needs to focus on undoing his job. Which is like the most cutest thing ever I hear out of Kelly. <laughs>
So because of because of what happened and um they both apologize and thankfully they end up going to a call where a cup or an address which Kelly knows of a couple that Kelly knows. And sure enough Kelly goes as and he f- speaks to the couple turns out that the wife is trapped on the boat her legs are on the boat and because of that Stella and Kelly and both Chuck and Squad ended up saving thing and the uh woman which is really nice anyway um because of that uh they both after saving them um they went back to the firehouse where Gal where Ritter was behind the was at the kitchen and and then Gallows comes in saying that he was making and kept, he was making Matthew Casey's sees corned beef <laughs> And sure enough, <laughs> sure enough, uh, it was really a good thing. So because of that, Kelly and Stella are no longer mad at each other. And as for everybody, they're all back to normal again. And eating the infamous Matthew Casey corned beef made by Blake Gallo and kept denied by Darren Ritter. <laughs> anyway, of course, Violet tried to give some crazy advice from for uh, Gallo and and Sylvie, which and which apparently, if you guys didn't know, uh, Gallo found this chick on TikTok and says that. You know, she lost a Did She's looking for a firefighter. She didn't tell which firefighter it was. I mean. But Gallo got, went in. Took her on the date. And then he takes advice from Violet. And Violet did this. And Violet also gave advice to Sylvie. And apparently their dates went completely off. And it ended up bad. That Gal lost the TikTok girl, and because of because of what Violet did, and I'm pretty sure Evans probably rolled in his grave. They lost Dylan. Sylvie lost Dylan, which I'm pretty sure that TikTok girl and Dylan. I'm pretty sure they're both hooked up right now. Oh, so. Good job, Violet. <laughs> well, at least one thing for sure for Gallo and for Sylvie. Well, that's avoidable. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was, went back, and what uh, Sylvie, what uh, Violet did was actually something that Christopher has done 
in the past when uh he gave some guy an advice and it kind of backfired on him and towards the end so yep anyway and yes <laughs> yes and what i mean by it is if you guys have a chance um, if you are living in the United States, I highly recommend to go watch all 11 seasons of Chicago Fire. Yeah, and you'll see the first season where Kelly and Matthew ended up yelling at each other. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty funny to say the least anyway uh the next so anyway now on chicago pd it's another story and i will slightly explain so what happened was So what happened was, uh, so what happened was, um, Haley was trying to call in, um, Jay as the kickoff of Chicago PD, and she was leaving him messages, and I'm pretty sure the reason why Jay didn't respond is either he's somewhere that he can't not access a phone or the fact that he doesn't want to talk to Haley. Because speaking to Haley uh, probably would make him lose his mind. Which I don't blame him. Him. But anyway... Then, of course, while Haley tries to reach out to Jay, she gets a phone call, and it says County Jail, which is Cook County Jail. Apparently, it turns out... <laughs> it's Sean who's trying to reach her. Well, she compl- well, apparently, because of that, Haley ignored the call. And then, um, yeah, she tried to keep calling Jay until she had to go to work or at the intelligence unit. As she was about to head on upstairs, uh, Trudy, Trudy talked to, Trudy gets Haley's attention. She talks to, uh, Trudy, and Trudy says, Sean and Neil found her phone number, called her landline. She says, Randy answered the phone and got a message from Sean. And he wants to, he wants to talk to you. And I'm like, hold up. You're telling me Sean O'Neill ends up calling your yours and Randy's house, even though it's probably under Trudy's name. Even... And Mouch, Mouch, let me say this, Mouch, who I always see either 
is sitting on a couch or probably talking to Ritter at least answered the phone and I'm like are you freaking kidding me what the heck I'm like shit anyway so Sean called and he says well he wants to talk to Haley. So Haley and ends up going to the jailhouse and turns out Sean wants to talk to her. Tells her gives him a name. Says Samantha Beck. Beck. So he she took that run with it. Turns out got found the ad got the address off of from uh dispatch who and then she goes there. Turns out she looks outside of the house. After she knocks on the door, nobody answering. And then all of a sudden, she goes in and sees there's a boy in there. Turns out his name is Callum. And apparently he's Sam's son. And I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? So, it turns out, Callum tells Haley, there's a bomb in the house. Somebody said there's a bomb in the house. So, Haley decides to quickly gone from trying trying to uh, try to worry much. She probably never mind thinking about Jade so much. She turned that off and got into focusing on calming the kid down. So, because of that, she tells Callum cal- calmly, is like, you should be fine. I- I'm going to call my friends. You shouldn't be worried. So she did. Called in and, and t- called in for Hank and everybody in the intelligence unit and the bomb squad. Well, it turns out there was no bomb in the house. So Hank went in and he helped and he calmly talked to Callum and tells him, there is no bomb. You should be fine. You should be safe. safe. And Callum quickly agreed to it. It was it was giving me some anxiety, but at the very same time, it also uh it was also calm enough that you can trust uh both Haley and Hank and Demeter. I know I know lately Twitter is like I know that the I know the tryhards are like, oh, I you never trust Hank. I'm like, really? So you might as well trust him, um, because he's the only reason why a, I, a what is going on. So, because of that, so. They got Callum out of the house and brought him to the intelligence unit. Actually, downstairs, because there was an o- thankfully there was an office available to keep the kid calm and protective and a lot of other things. Anyway, Callum explained to both Haley and to Hank what happened to his mother, and it turns out she got kidnapped. At. And apparently, uh. They decided to talk about this, and sure enough, uh, 
they had sure enough besides that they were talking about stuff um Trudy comes in well not just the stuff but they just got in- every information out there uh, off of Callum and it turns and then um they end up finding much about Callum's grandfather or Sam's Samantha's uh father and apparently he's just a humble guy not really oh <laughs> uh, so despite keeping Callum safe and of course Trudy bringing him <laughs> bringing him a hoagie <laughs> I'm hungry for that thanks just <laughs> thanks Trudy anyway um it so they had to look everywhere Defining uh, Samantha in order to bring him, bring her safe, and brought to her her son, and to her father, even though her father has nothing much to do, he can even though when they talk to uh Callum's grandfather, Samantha's father, he doesn't tell. He didn't tell much of the truth, to Hank and Haley. And it turns out that he has a little secret. Despite that he's a humble guy making at least $65,000 a year and almost look like ready to retire, it turns out, oh, Callum's grandfather, Samantha's father, has an offshore account. And uh, and it's not just one. I think they said a couple. Now, despite they end up finding the guy, the bad guys who kidnapped Mantha, uh, Kim and Kevin ended up g- going after them. Um, Kim kills one of them, and then inform Haley and Hank that the other one is on is on the loose, loose with Sam. So apparently, it turns out they both trailed the uh, the uh, uh the van that had the other bag that has the other kidnapper and Samantha, and all of a sudden, oh the all of a sudden, some happened was the van flipped over, or and all of a sudden, then I find I see gunshots, and I'm like. What the heck's going on? And Hank and Haley sees that, oh, Samantha is free. Because she kills her kidnapper. And she, and she sh- says loudly that both Hank and Haley heard. She says, oh, Dex always have to do this them by themselves. I'm like, what the heck is she saying? And it turns out, oh, Samantha got Samantha kills her kidnapper, and she's now look blanked out. And Hank and Haley ended up getting her her to be in the hospital. And it turns out, out, um, you know they try to talk to Samantha, but. Didn't say she didn't didn't say she didn't say much. In fact, she ended up becoming very rude because oh she she never mentioned 
she is lying to Hank and Haley because her being rude means she's lying. And despite of what Samantha's father, despite what Samantha and her father are doing, for some reason, that poor kid Callum, I feel sorry for him. That his his, his, I don't think he knows that his grandfather and maybe his mother are criminals. I'm like, really? But anyway, as of right now, Callum is at least glad that his mother is alive and well. And apparently, the reason why everybody is figuring this out is because, well, it's because there's a possibility that Callum's grandfather is could be a criminal. And it could be the same for his mother. And I do not want to see that happen to for a kid like Callum to find out that his mother and grandfather are criminals. But there might be a case. Who knows? But I'm pretty sure we won't see in the last of of uh, Samantha and her father. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Despite of getting much information and a lot of things, and try to at least work with, uh, with uh, Sean. Uh, Haley once again ends up visiting Sean, did and but right before she visits Sean, she ends up getting gathering up information about what's going on with Jay, and it turns out. Mm. Jay ends up getting an, and uh, how do I say this? He extending his, uh, he's extending where he's at. In other words, he's staying where he's at. But don't know how long on it seems. Um. So yes, so this is really kind of crazy. But anyway, and. When Haley ends up visiting Sean again, she tells them that I'm done with you. But Sean says, oh, I'm, it's like, you said the wrong thing. I'm like, uh-oh. So, we may see more of Sean in, um, as much as I'll say this, but also more about Samantha back and her father, and maybe even her son. But who knows? Because as of right now, there won't be new episodes until February 8th. Although, I don't know how to say what to, to expect in the sneak preview. Uh, excuse me. Of Chicago... Um, Of Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. The only thing I can tell you a glimpse of Chicago 
PD is Hank visited a grave, and I'm thinking it might belong to either his late wife, Camille, or his late son, Justin. And I know this is probably, I think maybe it's the 200th episode, I'm not sure. But if you guys want to know about the story about it, um, let me explain. Um, uh, for those who are not much aware of it, but like I said before, if you're living in the United States, please go check out, um, sh- Please go check out uh, Peacock of all episodes to Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. But anyway, I th- for those who are not from the United States, I can hardly explain what this is all about. But what I know you guys are going to ask me, why did he see visiting the grave that is of his son? Well, let me explain. In the first two seasons, at least, Hank... Hank had his son. And his son... Well, actually, it was mentioning in Chicago... In the first season of Chicago Fire. But what happened was... Hank has his son named Justin. Who is, who was ended up being out of control. And Hank usually ended up getting Justin out of messes. But... What happened was... uh. Justin had been into prison, and he needed it for a long time. Um, then he got out. Then he ended up going to the army because of Hank got got his son to go because of what he was doing, stupid stuff. But anyway, around the second season, I. I don't know if it's the second season or the third season, but what happened was much of the second season, it turns out that Justin has this girl that he loved so much since they were known each other since high school, and her name is Olive. Well, it turns out Olive, of, I guess what happened was Olive and Justin had seen each other, and... Because of that, it turns out, oh, Olive is pregnant. She's carrying her and Justin's child. And I'm like, what? So because of that, um, Justin had to get Haley. Justin had to get, end up marrying Olive. Despite that he was living, despite he was in the army, and they were going to live in the uh, army base together with their son. It turns out Olive is pregnant with uh, she's carrying the baby. The baby is a boy. And sure enough, they do get married. She gives birth. It's a boy. They named him Daniel. Until what happened was, after the whole entire 
situation. It turns out somebody reached out to Justin, and Justin tried to help this person out, but suddenly he's he's been killed. And since then, ever since Justin's been killed, Olive and Daniel moved to Arizona, where Olive had family. So because of all this madness and whatnot, So, I don't know. So, I think that is Hank Vision, the grave of Justin. And I think this might be the 20th episode where a lot of things are going to happen. I mean, Hank goes to visit the grave. I'm assuming it's Justin's. It could be also his wife, Camilla, who has been mentioned in the in this in the uh actually was she was mentioned during season three especially the episode I really like called Now That I'm God. It's actually connected to uh the crossover episodes with uh Chicago Fire and Chicago Med. Um in the episode in that episode in season three it turns out Anyway, the whole entire actually the whole entire episode started off in Chicago Fire where despite that Christopher got hurt because of Freddie Clemente. Um he was in the hospital. And around that time also there was apparently at a call uh, Matthew, Casey, and Kelly Severide found out their bodies going on. On um, there's a somebody's trying to commit suicide, trying to commit self deletion. I should say. It turns out, uh, isn't the turns out the reason why is because they're not doing so well. There's because they're sick. Because what happened was, it turns out there's a. A ca- there's a some kind of epidemic that women are sick, but they're not really sick. Let me explain. There were women who had all had the same doctor, or, or that this this doctor is responsible because he claims, oh, they're still remaining sick, and they're trying to make it. They're, and this doctor is trying to still make them sick, despite they did not have this. Because, because even though that Kelly found this... No, I think it wasn't Kelly. I think it was, uh... Oh, what's his name? Oh, what's her... Oh, Matthew. He, he, I think what happened was both Matthew Casey and Gabrielle Dawson solved this. 
So because of this happening, it turns out that there are a lot of women who are not who are sick, but they're not really sick, meaning they don't have some kind of cancer. And it turns out that this guy, this doctor, he's a guy, um, is doing this because he's 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 crazy, hey, and he thinks he's God. Well, it turns out this guy is the same guy. Is this this? Turns out this guy, the this doctor, he's the same dude who did this to Hank's wife. And I'm like, oh my word. And it turns out, <laughs> Hank's ended up nailing this guy. After he, even though despite it. Uh, he tried to testify, despite both, uh, both the, the, the assistant state attorney in Chicago and the, and the, and the, uh, and the, uh, the crazy doctor's lawyer tried to much prevent this, but huh, she ended up because of her stupid. Questioning, Hank ended up opening his mouth and spoke about his wife. Because of that, Hank tells what happened. Because his wife ended up dying. And for and for what reason, it turns out, because of this doctor's neglect act, he ended up... Because of this doctor's neglection of taking care of his wife, she she was gone. So because of that, Hank says that Hank spoke about his wife. And sure enough, everybody could not believe what they heard. So because of that, Hank nailed the guy. And he went and he ended up going away for good. So, yeah, so for those who are wondering how Camille and Justin died, it's because of what happened in the earlier episodes of Chicago PD. And it was crazy, really. But, yep, Camille lost her life because the doctor er, was very much reckless, didn't keep her alive, while Justin ended up helping out a friend. And and that ended up costing his life. So that's what probably is going to be talked about in the 200th episode. So keep your eye out. I think. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm going to switch over to some gaming stuff. And I can't believe what I'm hearing is really questionable. But it turns out. Face Clan just revealed that they have now entered a partnership with Porsche. Um, yeah. And it says here, and they guess, the, and they entered this, they sent out this tweet. Time to let our dreams take the wheel. Welcome to the Face Clan family Porsche. If I'm not mistaken, 
Porsche is very expensive. Yeah, apparently, I'm looking right now about this. Um, their latest, this, 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 which is the 2023 Porsche Macan, is asking for almost $58,000. Someone tells me this is the most ridiculous thing ever. But whatever, man. Because you're so weird about this and stuff. Anyway, and I don't know what gave Eve Face uh, Clan the ideal to sign with Porsche without realizing they're acting like they're rich snobs despite that the fans they have probably don't have enough money to get one. So, this is weird. But speaking about some weird and stuff, apparently... This is so to the tens of irony. Apparently, it the um. Apparently, uh, these clans, uh, CSGO, one of their pro players, which the irony is, this guy is actually has the same name as the uh, as. As the man who uh, founded uh, Face Clan, and and I'm gonna f- even they're both because their both names are is their face name is Rain, but the one that they tweeted out apparently his name is um Hazard Nigard. He plays for. He plays uh, CSGO. Oh. Anyway, they tweeted out yesterday that their their CSGO player is expecting the birth of his child and will not be participating in the Blast Premier Spring Groups. We look forward to him returning to the team as soon as possible. We'll provide further roster news ahead of our opening match on Friday. And then also added, due to a personal matter, another member of their of their CSGO team, um, actually it's the head coach. <laughs> uh, it says here, Raba N, and it's and uh will not be able to attend the Blast Premier Spring Groups this weekend. He anticipates the returning to the team later on next week or ahead of IEM Kato Ice at the very latest. So apparently, one of their. So apparently, it looks like FaZe Clan don't have their uh, CSGO coach and one of their players. Yes, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> right way to tell, reform, right way to form your fans, FaZe Clan. And not just because their CSGO pro player and coach are, can't 
come because due to un because due to uh some circumstances and you said hey you know what let's add the sword to let's add more to the sword or or and throw in oh we gotta deal with Porsche bruh it is the worst thing ever to happen. Good grief. Uh, for those who live in Germany, um, please, if you can, translate this. Um, I guess what happened is it's been... I started to follow SK Gaming. And it turns out... out uh, I think it is German. I'm not sure. But it turns out I think it is. Uh, apparently, SK Gaming got... It, Sponsored out by Subway, Deutschland, and yeah, and understand they're talking. Yes, apparently, um, Subway Deutschland is sponsoring uh, <laughs> SK Gaming, and I find it so ir so ironic because <coughs> if you guys don't know, Subway Deutschland is connected to Subway worldwide, I guess, especially since Subway is, if I'm not mistaken, a, an American company. <laughs> uh, let me just quickly look into this. Um, Subway, eat fresh. Duh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being so silly. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm right, it is. It's because I had to look into this. It says here, Subway is an American multinational fast food restaurant franchise that specializes in slippery sandwiches, wrapped salads, and drinks. Subway was founded by 17-year-old Fred DeLuca and financed by Peter Buck in 1965 at Pete's Super Submarine in Bridgeport, Connecticut. After several name changes in the beginning years, it was finally renamed to Subway in 1972, and a franchise operation began in 1974 with the second restaurant in Walford, Connecticut. Since then, it has become expanded to become a global franchise. So, in other words, this was founded about uh, 57 years ago. <laughs> Actually, almost 58, really. So, yep. <laughs> so, first of all, SK Gaming, congrats getting the... Congrats getting a sponsor from Subway. Egg, so, so, uh, it's crazy. And, uh, I don't know. And also, they have new, uh, they started also sharing off some of new, uh, uniforms. But I don't know if, I don't know if their Brawl Stars team's gonna wear it because they didn't have anything announced yet. So yeah, they got, they have a partnership with Subway. Uh, looks like I know they also have a partnership with uh, T-Mobile, uh, uh, the parent company of T-Mobile, I should say. And uh, 
Yeah, and I think a car company. I forget what slogan is. Uh, but I do really like the sh I do like their jerseys because it, it comes out really, really bright for them. Because I think SK Gaming is really being so bright. It's like, it's the colors of purple, blue, and pink. Because the pink is because of the, because of T-Mobile. Oh, or I should say the parent company of T-Mobile. So yeah, so I just want to let you guys know about that. So, thumbs up for you guys. <laughs> Alright, kitties, I'm going to try to, I'm learning early this podcast because there was no new episodes of the Law & Order TV shows until next week because especially everybody is going crazy about how if, uh, Olivia, if Olivia and Elliot are about to kiss because Wolf Entertainment's playing, playing a teaser, well, actually NBC too, so... So there's a lot of questioning this is what's be happening um next week. But anyway, I wanted to talk to you guys about well, I'm gonna jump over right now to the uh gaming situ side. Um, first of all, I'm if you guys don't know, I'm trying to have myself much of a good day and suddenly uh I sound out something out of left field from the LA Thieves. It turns out, uh, the LA Thieves tweeted out that one of their, uh, pro players, Kenny, is not feeling well. So, um, nobody knows if it's just him having some kind of sickness. Nobody knows if it's the other thing going on, but, um... It stinks. So, who is taking Kenny's spot? Capsidal. Capsidal. Yes, this is, is his name. Um, he actually... I followed him, I think, last year when he was introduced... Last, I should say last season. I followed him last season when Boston Breach was announced as the new team joining the... Uh, Call of Duty League, and I decided to follow him because he, he has some kind of cool name. Well, until how badly Boston Reach went down. So because of that, uh, they got rid of him. So I was like bummed out. So I'm just glad for LA Thieves to use him. As, um, to sub in for Kenny. So, first of all, I would like to say is, get better, Kenny. Second of all, hello, Castle. Welcome to LA Thieves. I know you're here for a temporary reason, but <laughs> I, I just want to say that because even though I'm supporting, even though I'm cheering on for some good teams out there, LA Thieves, uh, Optic Texas, uh, Atlanta face, because even though, because even though I, even though I kind of some beef with Seattle search because Luminosity Gaming kind of stunked out, out, and they ever cease to disrespect uh, 
tribe gaming ever again and with a nasty ugly meme that's their funeral <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> cuz they are go- cuz they they need a they needed a spanking <laughs> never go up against and and the sensation that is bolu and mushy she <laughs> you know Shotzi and Shotzi thinks he could, he has scump. Well, not more. Or <laughs> now he has to do. Now he has the trio, you know, of Hugh, uh, Illy, <laughs> and Dashy. <laughs> uh, anyway, but Tribe Gaming, they have our duel. <laughs> Sorry, I keep saying our duel. Tribe Gaming has the duel that is Bolu and Mashi. <sighs> and also with help from Vague, Jez, and uh, Tectonic. I mean, seriously. <laughs> anyway, um. So, anyway, uh. <laughs> So yeah, I'm in shock to say the least. But anyway, not only thing like not only because I comment about and anyway, not only because of that, um, <laughs> um, for I'm hoping for LA thieves to come out out for this one. It'll be nice to see how Capsule do do. Oh, I mean, I would love to see if he could hang out with. Three guys who won the <laughs> the CDL last year, er, but since Kenny is sick, you know. <laughs> Although, you know, I wish they would consider to make, I, even though I wish they would reconsider to put a five-man team. I mean, that's what, it, that's what the case it was, but then they said reduce it down to four. Actually, it was like two, three seasons ago, I think. But anyway, this is the new start of the new season. So anyway, so <laughs> sorry, I'm um, I'm just going crazy because not only because of that, I reacted to Optic uh, Gaming's Rink's tweet. <coughs> like, who is the be- Like, the tweet was, "Who was the biggest diva?" and and without and because of the fear. Of them losing their jobs, they all said Scump. <laughs> well, except for Scump, who said it was Hector. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that is the funniest thing they've all had to say that because they all had the camera and they were like worried about losing their jobs. <laughs> uh, uh, it was pretty funny how they re- all, all of them reacted to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so, because of, so anyway, because of that, I just said that, and apparently I got, like, a lot of people liking it, and then I went to reply to, to the LA Thieves when they shared out that they are, um, (laughs) they didn't, glad they didn't got their, uh, I guess option B, I guess option A was probably, uh, Get capsule option B, probably might might be. <laughs> probably was it. Probably was enable, but you. I think isn't he retired? 
Oh boy. And, but option C would have been Josh, their the social media manager. <laughs> Although I saw Mud Dogs and he was wearing a Philadelphia Eagles shirt. Because if you guys don't know, Philadelphia Eagles are trying to get into the Super Bowl and they're facing against the New York um Giants. And if you don't know, Mud Dog is a fan as well as I am. I think also I think J Cap's also a fan and so is Scump. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I was cool to see that and I told him that <laughs> and he responded to me, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> the only thing I responded was a stupid emote and I'm like, my brain stinks. I'm like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, I haven't gone crazy since Zolan and Easy Livy ended up following me. And then I lose Corey. God dang it. <laughs> anyway. um, So yeah. Uh, speaking about that. Uh, <laughs> besides that. Um, even though. Uh, for having a crazy morning. Um, thing, uh, today. Uh, on the Thursday. Um, listen. I. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I was, like, kind of, I was really angry. But suddenly, when I had a chance to see that both Ray and Corey both posted at the very same time, I'm like, yes, go watch that. First, I said, go watch Ray. Hey, didn't realize he forgot to post something. I think he was supposed to have a video posted yesterday um, about Brawl Stars, but he forgot, probably. And he's like, oh, I'm traveling. I'm like, yeah, I I was about to say, yeah, Ray, I know, man. <laughs> I saw the tweets. God dang it. <laughs> it you guys didn't know. Um, For some reason, uh, yesterday, around the time for Tribe Gaming, I uh, decided to share off a tweet. And they want, and I guess for it's an, for another upcoming video where apparently we had, they, they asked who... Who looks better as a piper? Because I knew this was about a Brawl Stars video. So I'm like, holy smokes. And out of all four of them, it's Ray who looks like look like a better piper. Even though people responded, somebody said, uh, Spen is more of a better looking as a piper. Yeah, but he was the regular piper. The guys are dressed up as Pink Piper, so I decided to vote for Ray because Ray looks very, very, very cute. <laughs> and no offense to no offense to Lex, uh, Wasim, and I was it Ben? Uh oh, who was it? Lex Wasim and hold up, let me see this tweet. Let me see this. <laughs> Hold up, let me see this. <laughs> Vibes. Oh, god dang it. Ray was seen. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it was... It was Lex, Ray, was seen bed. Oh, the poll ended. So who won? Oh, gosh, Ray. <laughs> yeah... Yeah, and the reason why is, how do I describe each of the photos? 
and why uh, everybody, nearly almost everybody, make almost every before, how did I say this before? How Ray ended up almost getting fifty percent of the votes. Um, let me describe each one of them. Lex just <laughs> Lex start, Lex tried to have the dress on, and and he had the parasol holding it behind his and his back while the wig is like. <laughs> He has the wig, and he has his Sandra hat cap on his Sandra hat on his head, backwards, and he looks kind of miserable. <laughs> Ray here is he has the full he has the dress open, and <laughs> he's dressed on the parasol open or it's an umbrella open, um, even though he shouldn't do that, but. And he's put, and he has the wig properly on, even though it's it's a short wig. I mean, you're supposed to have a bouffant, but because that's Piper's hair, I think that's I thought the right hairstyle say bouffant. I think so. And anyway, with a brett and and uh, yeah, it's look very clean, uh, very unique, and how he posed, it's like. Like, you want to go dressed up as something else and, like, want to have, uh, Piper, you want to dress, I was like, I want to go dressed up as, uh, <laughs> as Colt and, like, do you want to go out sometime? <laughs> God dang it. Uh, I'm sipping over for Ray. Let's see, well, let's see him try. He has... He he has the hair, but it's in his face. He has the dress on, but it, he holds the uh, umbrella. Look like he's about to do like dee 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 dance moves, and then <laughs> and then Ben, then <laughs> Ben's doing the same thing. What what Sam is doing? He has the wig on. He has the wig on his face you can't see and he's like pretending he's shooting but the right one still I mean seriously so the reason why is about 40 like why Ray ended up getting 46% of the votes is I mean he put the wig on and I can see his face (laughs) Anyway, I really reacted to it like crazy. And I said here, if this is the reason why Ray hasn't uploaded, I'll give it to him. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people reacted to this also. Um, Lily, who's, who's supposed to be uh, Tribe Gaming's uh, Call of Duty mobile manager, she says... She tags in Easy Living and Kane. <laughs> he says, Your turn. Anyway, Kane says, I think I could. Kaner, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going crazy. Lily tagging Easy Living and Kaner, and, and Kaner responded to Lily and says, I think I could pull this off, off to be honest. And Lily says, Sure, man. Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Easy Larry says, I'm good. I'm like, I agree with you, man. Like, you're good. <laughs> Rena tweeted at them and says, 
Oh, God. These uh, Brawl Stars, they responded, and I'm like, after I seen this, and they said, hot. <laughs> they used to give us this hot. Nat responded, says, oh, my God. <laughs> Which, apparently, this person says, why isn't Nat... Hi, why isn't Nat wearing a maid outfit as well at Tribe Gaming? Stab Dux is Piper, even though I said that. And I said here, these guys are dressed as Piper, not a maid outfit. Also, no way Nat's gonna wear one. <laughs> of course, my friend Panda says, Nat take cosplay when? Let me ask, man. So I quote tweet him, says, when? She hasn't responded, so... <laughs> Godsley responded saying, what TF as in what the freak <laughs> Spanel C responded saying Lex looks hot and so he says is I'm like leave the man alone he has he's right <laughs> apparently the, uh, the one and only Louie says holy moly he he handles he's the con he's the director of content production and for tribe gaming <laughs> uh somebody responding to a lot of tweets some one says holy moly another says oh my god ray <laughs> somebody says my boy Lexus bubble gaming <laughs> Somebody tweeted this, and I was like, oh, good grief. <laughs> they said, and I think that, I think Goat LC is untouchable. And it's a photo of Spen and dressed up. I'm like, yeah, kind of, but he don't have the right leg. I mean, seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Somebody says to, says to Trent Gaming, Lex Mobile Gaming looks like Jenny from Nine Day Fiance. <laughs> I forgot they were tagging at him. Um, <laughs> somebody tweeted here in Spanish saying, Those who do not know God prays to any saint. Piper, there is only one and is this. And they tagged in Alvaro845. I mean, sure... And he's a, oh, he is a mobile gamer, YouTuber in Spanish, and he's founded uh, Team Queso. I see that too, but still, the wig is not the right. But, I mean, come on, really, guys? <laughs> Actually, <sighs> even though some of the, yes, yeah, I think some of the t- those are tweeting are probably from play who plays for Team K, so um I'm sorry guys, but even though if it's Alvaro or Spen or even Nore, I mean still I think we all can agree who's look ha- who can who ha- it looks the better uh <laughs> Piper. And I'm referring to to Danny <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Yes, Danny. Uh. <laughs> Danny is a better Piper er, 
a cosplayer. I'm sorry, y'all, but even though I would give, even though Danny can pull off the regular Piper look, but I'll give it to Ray to pull off the pink Piper look. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's so much about all the gaming stuff I can tell you what's going on. But yes, as I am re- Um, let me just try to bring back to <laughs> all the madness that I'm going crazy. So yes, um, this- so- <sighs> Oh yeah, I also forgot to mention one more thing. Yuck subliners. Oh boy, they're asking for it. Uh. The New York subliners are off their freaking rocker. <laughs> the reason why I said this, because I am roasting them right now, but. <sighs> anyway, uh, apparently they said here, join us, Gump. <laughs> Except for, they still done dirty to us. <laughs> what happened was is it was supposed to be a meme it's a 24 hour it started off with over a day ago it says 24 hours later still doesn't feel real I don't know how many more retirements we can handle except for one thing you dunce whoever is running the whoever is running the thing whoever is running the um Subliners, Subliners Twitter account. Did you forget that Crim6 retired under you guys? Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> if I can look up the, let me just, let me just pull up the Wikipedia Twitter account. I think it's the Wikipedia CLD. Yep. <sighs> Let's see. Chris, let's see here. Um, let's see, see here. Do 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 do. Players. Um, I think would be North America. Uh, let's see here. What did he be under? Crime 6, Ian Porter. And he, didn't he plus played for... <laughs> Even though I guess he's currently with Evil Geniuses, but didn't he retire under as a New York subliner? Yeah, it says here the last achievement he got was on May 8th, 2022. And he was playing for the New York subliners. There's, and it was actually during the... Uh, <laughs> Would that be the yeah the program classic? Like, 
they came, they defeated the uh, 100 Thieves team, known as LA Thieves, uh, in 3-1. to one. And the last thing is I know, Crim6 retired as, as a player for the New York Subliners. So what the heck was that off the gaming stuff, man? <laughs> I mean, seriously. He last played was for Optic Gaming. I mean, sorry, New York Subliners. Oh, they faced against the New York Subliners, but he did face against Optic Texas. I mean, that was last season. And he did retire as a New York Subliner. So how the heck does... How could the how could the New York Sidelines reverse running their Twitter account? How could they do crimes that's very dirty? I mean seriously. In fact, his his profile pic it has him wearing a New York Subliner shirt from last season. It says here that, even though it says here, Ian Crimsix Porter, born May 29th, 1993, is a retired American player. And this, and the photo he, they have of him is him wearing a New York Subliner shirt. So, good grief, man. <laughs> they put him as, they, wear, they found just an old photo of him and when he was playing for Optic. I'm like, dude. Didn't you retire as a New York subliner? My God. <laughs> they did him dirty. Ew. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> anyway, so going forward. All right, so let me explain to you all going forward. Right now, on a temporary basis, Capsule is playing for the LA Thieves because Kenny is sick. And and for the uh for Optic Texas, it's It has been revealed that Dashi is now going to be part of the Optic Texas lineup. So, we have Shotzi, Illy, Huke, and Dashi. All four of them are going to be playing for, uh, are all representing in Optic Texas. As as we speak. So, yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> it is, makes me feel very much proud of how this is happening. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, um... Yeah, so that's much about it with all the gaming news stuff, to say the least. <laughs> uh, before I actually go off and f this weird pot, short podcast, I guess you can say, 
I feel so weird about this, but I want to share you guys a tweet from my good friend and panda who cast for uh, Brawl Stars. Anyway, he tweeted out something that I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, if you guys do want to follow him, um, his Twitter account is at panda underscore cats. He's a really cool dude. Um, he lives... I don't know where he's currently living. I think he's somewhere between living in India and Canada. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> and, by the way, if any esports organization wants to hire Panda, I mean, it's, as for a content creator, it is de- he is definitely deserved to be hired for it. Otherwise, uh... Yeah. Anyway, he said something in this tweet. He says at the Brawl Stars in he says here the at the Brawl Stars India Brawl Stars in meaning Brawl Stars India team is amazing. And and then he says here this isn't related to casting or or Brawl Stars championship or anything. They've been nice to me and always have been supportive. Honestly, when I've been down, they had my back. I'm sorry to hear. First of all, I want to say this to my friend. Sorry, sorry to hear about that. And second of all, um, wow, that's the nicest thing to hear about. <laughs> and he responded with hearts. <laughs> Of course, so there's some of the replies from True Gamer and King Sebi, all with eyes and wondering what the heck is that. <laughs> I'm like, y'all need to chill. It's just that, it's just that my friend is thanking the Brawl Stars India team for looking out for him, which I do appreciate, man. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, now before I end this podcast, uh, <laughs> apparently Scump tweeted out something. He says, today's going to be a very weird day. I guess it's because this is the continuing of the major, uh, major two. Apparently, I guess you can see is there are continuing with the, uh, Continuing on with the situation. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, uh, sounds like Scump is really sad. Anyway, um... Because he says today's a weird day, and I guess the major twos are continuing on. I'll probably do is I'm going to start up another podcast episode just to cover her, um, that CDL. Because I, I don't, because I, I didn't know how things went last weekend because of it. Now, because of everything has shockingly changed and. Some people are blaming, of course, when I heard, even though despite of Scump's retirement, 
people were claiming on Twitter, er, and they were yelling at uh, at the uh, at Call of Duty, saying, "Oh, it's their fault for forcing retiring Scump." I don't like. I'm, I'm going to say this before. I don't think it. I said this in the last episode, and I'll say this again here. I don't think in Call of Duty the game has nothing to force Scump to be retired. I think what happened was is despite I had heard it because actually here's a funny story. Alright. There's another there's another um gamer. Goes by the name of FaZe Nightdown. He currently is playing for them as a for as an Apex uh Legends pro player. Anyway he made a video, uh, and he really said about, oh, the day that Scump had announced he retired. And what happened was, uh, he explained that uh, they ended up, they cl- he claims that uh, Optic Texas, is he somehow included this in the video, you know, even though he was mostly primarily talking about uh I guess an Apex uh, Legends tournament. Anyway, he mentions about that and uh, what's going on with Optic Gaming and he thinks uh, CDL team. Uh, he claims that Dashi has been room, l- late and he was kicked out, and that's why they brought in Hook. But even though he doesn't, know, he didn't know unless Yari did know. But the reason that happened was um, probably there was guilt going on. Now, I don't know if that was the case or not, but I think maybe there was some kind of guilt going on. I don't know. People are, I don't know if the game has to do it, but that's speculating. But I think what happened was I think Seth really wanted to let Dashy back in, and he has no other choice, but he had to retire. So... Because of that, he give he give up his spot to Dashy so he could play, and I guess that's a noble thing to do for him. So, yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be really weird to see this happening, but hopefully, and that's and, and you know, and a lot of things I would say this that you know it's hard to see things things to say, but. To see somebody like, uh, um, to see, uh, Seth not playing, it's crazy. But, you know, it gives, brings back Dashi, and now the, now the new team of Dashi, Illy, Schultze, and Hugh. I do look forward to see how this goes, and if they can mesh together, that'll be awesome. Um, and plus, they'll probably teach uh, the LA Gorillas a lesson. Never give up their or player er, who ends up taking another pro player spot and then forcing a retiring of a pro player to he give up his spot to that pro, to another one. The same one that they end up kicking out. So, it's kind of crazy to hear this. 
But anyway, now I want to bring back to what I said about my good friend Panda. Um, if you guys do want, like I said before, go follow him. Right now, he, uh, I mean, if there's anybody who wants to bring Panda in, that is really good because he is he's great as a Broad Stars content creator, but also he's great casting as well. And I just, and, uh, you know, and I'm hoping he will be picked up somewhere if any esports organization wants to. But understand, he makes mobile content. And so I, I'd, rather, I'd rather have see him, I don't know, somewhere, probably part of Tribe Gaming. And I mean, I will fight for that. Now, a lot of you guys also want me to talk about something else. Um, I don't know what the heck's going on with Tribe Games besides that. They have announced, announced for a, a Brawl Stars team. And I think I'm, and I think I know why. Because, um, everybody, how do I explain this? As of right now, the last thing is I explained in, earlier in this podcast is because what Ray, what Ray, Lex, Wasim, and Ben are doing, because apparently they're filming videos, uh, live-action videos, on their, uh, YouTube, for the Tribe Gaming YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> this is what I missed out saying, Ray. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know why they're, even though the worst part is, why are they there? And... A lot of people also, um, you know, it's kind of crazy to talk about. Anyway, um, now, for other thing, I also wanted to tell you guys, um, you know, it's going to be crazy to speak about stuff, but hopefully you guys can understand. Anyway, <clears throat> so right now, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. I know it's a short one, but I'd rather wait until I have things ready out, um, I will get ready to record another episode soon, and hopefully you guys can understand. Okay, so thank you for all for listening, and I will see you guys soon. Till then, bye for now.